welcome to a Rent Now movie review brought to you by That Film Shoe in association with Video Easy. My name is Luke. And my name is Jason. We're available on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as That Film Stew Podcast. Check out more movie reviews, our movie show, Rewind and Review Podcast and Sounds Like Comics Podcast on our website, thatfilmstewpodcast.com. This Rent Now movie review is all about Ford v Ferrari. Directed by James Mengold, Ford v Ferrari is the sports drama film starring Matt Damon and Christian Bale. The movie is available to rent now from a Video Easy kiosk. We will be keeping this review spoiler-free with a spoiler section at the end. This movie has already received acclaim from critics who lauded the performances, Mangold's direction and the racing sequences. It even received four nominations at the 92nd Academy Awards, including Best Picture and won Best Film Editing and Best Sound Editing. Jason, tell us what this movie is all about. Based on true events, American car designer Carol Shelby, played by Matt Damon, and driver Ken Miles, played by Christian Bale, battle corporate interference, the laws of physics, and their own personal demons to build a revolutionary race car for Ford and challenge Ferrari at the 24 hours of Le Mans in 1966. This being a true story, did you have any idea what to expect from this movie? I mean, if you if you know me... From our other podcast or from whatever, no. Like, I'm not a sports guy. This is very much a sports movie, automotive racing movie. Not my usual thing. Um, and I guess in just terms of general knowledge, no, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know about anything that was sort of going on with it. That, for me, is something that I really enjoyed because it was educational. I was yeah. watching and enjoying a movie, finding out something new. But whether or not this is our type of movie... It clearly, it isn't. When it comes to American football, even though I don't watch it as a sport... There's so I can many watch, movies, right? Yeah, 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 I can watch movies like The Waterboy. Maybe a better example would be Any Given Sunday, <laughs> Varsity Blues, Bells, one of them. Sure, yeah. What's that one with James Vanderbeek? Anyway, I can watch movies about sport. I don't necessarily watch as they're played live, but I can see them in films. Yeah. Well, the, the good thing about this is that even though... You know, if a sports movie isn't your thing or you're not into, you know, uh, cars, racing, all that kind of jazz, this movie does do enough with its characters, um, with the, how it portrays the story that, that unfolded, what it's actually telling you, that it does, it offers something above just a, just a sports movie, where it is, it's a solid drama about, you know, these guys, their, their passion, you know, motivations corporate sort of interference, all that kind of jazz, uh, family conflicts, everything. Like, There's enough drama in here to keep you engaged if you're not into sports. And that's why I had a pretty good time. Yeah, I did too. And if we're going to talk about our two leads, I'm going to say top build, because he is. We've got Matt Damon. He's playing Carol Shelby. Although I would say this film belongs to Christian Bale as Ken Miles, who gets... Yeah. Second Bill, it is Bale's movie, and he is absolutely fantastic. I started watching it with my wife, and she asked me, what accent is Bale doing? Now, we know he's Welsh. In this movie, the character or the person he's portraying isn't Welsh. Well, I've had to Google to find out he's from Birmingham. So what we're supposed to have in this movie is a Brummy accent. Okay, <laughs> look, the, the expert of the... <laughs> the British accent. I'm a Yorkshireman living in Australia. But we, the, honestly, there is one word, and I wish 
I remembered or wrote the name down or the word down, shall I say. There's one word he says towards the end of the movie and it sounds brummy. Other than that, not really. <laughs> if anything, he sounds cockney. But you know what? Loved his performance. Either and way. It didn't detract. But I was curious about you being an Aussie. Did you notice or know that he was supposed to be a brummy? I mean, I'll admit it. No, I have no idea. I just know he's doing some sort of So this is British accent. an American director, an American-made movie. And I guess to Americans and some Australians, he sounds English. Close enough. <laughs> That'll do it. And you know what? Everything else he's doing is really good. <laughs> so, oh, honestly, he, he's solid in this. Now, we've seen Christian Bale in many things. He's been Batman. He's had all these fantastic movies. He's even done films like Reign of Fire. But in this, I didn't see Bale. All I could see was Ken Miles. I was really yeah. drawn into his performance in this. I mean, the same. I mean, I don't, I don't know Ken Miles. I don't know what he looks like. I mean, I googled him afterwards, and I was like, they you know what? Literally show you at the end. Oh, I know this is a spoiler-free part of the podcast. No, that's, uh, There's that's... a photo, and you see the real guy, and he does look. I forgot about that actually. <laughs> yeah, he does. I did Google more photos later just because I was curious. But yeah, he does. You know, have that sort of. Christian Bale kind of jawline, it, you know, they a little bit of the nose. They both got like yeah. a, like a skinny build, but I think it was more at times. And without knowing too much more about Ken, other than what we get in this movie, I get the impression he had a bit of a fiery temper. You know, he was a bit of a lone wolf, liked to do things his own way. I feel like that's very Christian Bale. You know, a bit. Of, he does that very well. A bit of behind the scenes stuff that you know people have <laughs> spoke about. But I did say, you know, this movie belongs to Bale, but you know. Matt Damon, mm. you've got a. I mean, can you name a bad performance? Like, he's always up there, isn't he? And although he's get, we're getting a much quieter performance from him in this, but he's a character that bottles everything up. He's, you know, he can't drive anymore. Is that a spoiler? Are we still in the spoiler-free section? No, I think no. That's like an. That's okay. I think we're I'm okay. sure that's in the trailer. But he's a character that bottles a lot of things up, and there's moments where you get to see his friendship with Ken that you get more out of his character and his performance. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of... You kind of assume we're going down that track. There's a nice uh, yeah, like car it. pun for you. Um, but, but it really does develop over time. And I think, you know, with all the other bullshit that's going on, you know, the all the the Ford corporate side of stuff, um, you know, getting in there and being like, you know, this is the next move we've got to play. This is what we need you guys to do. I think he sees, he sees something in... In Miles, and I think he, you know, gravitates towards him and be like, "This is the guy that's going to get us there. None of this other crap. It's it's all in 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 you, and my he's driver. Just, like, he's not just racing; he's helping build the cars. Yeah, and it's all about the engine and everything. It's all about the car itself more than just selling cars or driving cars. I it's mean, the whole package. There's a there's a cool bunch of little like montage type scenes where you know there is a bit of like engineering stuff going on. There's mechanical work and there's like it looks like they're working, you know, it looks like they're building a spaceship or some sort of high-powered machine. Well, I mean, they are building a high-powered machine, but it's kind of, it's cool. It's like, we're just watching a movie about race cars, but there's so much going on. And you know what this movie had that all these types of movies need to have? A snivelling bad guy. Yeah. And we got that in Josh Lucas playing... Leo Beeb, and I've got to say, oh, and he was the senior executive vice president of Ford, so he had a pretty senior position there. Well, it's literally in his job title. <laughs> hated him. Absolutely hated him. His character is always manipulating things in the background. 
Well, I think a, a lot of the a lot of the characters sort of playing, you know, figureheads, um, both on the Ford side and the Ferrari side. Uh, you got Tracy Letts playing Henry Ford II, who's the CEO of Ford. You've got Remo Gilroan uh, playing Enzo Ferrari, the founder of Ferrari. And you've even got the president of Fiat and Ferrari, uh, Gianni Agnelli, who's played by Giovanni uh, Surfiera. So many names. Honestly, um, but everyone's yeah. sort of, I know they're playing real characters, but you know, I, I'm not familiar with these people like in the real world. I guess like these villains, like they they're playing villains essentially in this, and it's all working for because it's it's all, it's all corporate and it's all these high powered rich guys. Honestly, I was just sucked in <laughs> when it's, you've got Ford that wants to buy Ferrari, and they say no, the offer's not good enough, and then Fiat buy Ferrari. You're like, oh, Fiat's in on it too. I think now we're potentially talking spoilers. We should. We're getting into what we'll what do. Happens. What we'll do? We'll give our rating, and then we'll jump into some spoilers afterwards. So if you'd like to go first, what we do is uh, our standard is a out of five kind of system, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, no, this is a movie, I'm going to be honest, that we we didn't review on our regular show. And I know you had watched it previously and I was holding off on this one. It just so happened that we were looking at a movie to cover for our first episode and this just happened to be a big release. So I picked it for that reason. I was really surprised by this movie, and I guess I should stop being surprised when <laughs> it's a movie that's essentially about something I might not be too familiar with or interested in. There's always something to learn, and I learned a lot from this, and you mentioned the drama. I had a really good time with this movie, and it shouldn't be a surprise when you've got top talent like Christian Bale, Matt Damon, uh, John Bernthal, he's in here, you know, he's not in it too much, but he's in it enough, and he gives a good performance. I enjoyed it. I did. It was it was a good watch. I was thinking it was going to be maybe a two-hour movie. It isn't. It's more like two and a half hours. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to come in at a four out of five. I had a lot of fun with this one. Cool. Yeah. Um, with me, um, yeah, I had watched this in preparation for the Oscars. This obviously being nominated for. It was one of the best pictures. And uh, yeah, did a did a rewatch for for this review. So watched it twice now. Yeah, it the the runtime is not is not daunting because I was fully engrossed in the drama, the story. Um, it, it's it's cool when they can pick something that's true and sort of adapt it onto the screen in a feature film, and it actually be. I don't know exactly what was true and what wasn't, but what they put on screen for me was thoroughly entertaining. Um, performances are fantastic, and here's me again watching a sports movie and really enjoying it. I'm gonna chuck it in as a four out of five as well. So fantastic watch. Well, I guess that that answers the question though. Why is it, you know, is this movie worth renting? Yes, absolutely. Go check it out. I think a four from both of us is yeah. So is that enough? If you trust us, of course. I don't know. You don't have to. We're just two guys, two schmucks over here. Now we're going to go into spoiler territory before we finish up. If you haven't watched Ford v Ferrari yet and you want to, go rent it now and watch it before continuing. Without knowing what <laughs> happened. And I hope you've stopped listening if you decided to rent this movie. Yeah, like, Ken dies in a ball of fire. That <laughs> generally shocked me. They do the thing at the end to wrap up these biopics where they're saying, you know, this is what happened after. So you do find out that he finally got the recognition that he deserved. Because the whole thing in this movie is that, you know, he's the fastest racer. And then there's three Ford cars left on the track. 
And he agreed to finally be a team player. Yeah. And he was going to cross the line at the same time as the other drivers. Because he was he was in the lead the Easily whole in the time. lead. And that was the whole thing with Shelby when he's like, I'm you do what you want to do. Like they've asked me to ask you to come in at the same time, but you, this is your race. And he loses because of a technicality. McLaren, who was the driver on the right, he set off last, so therefore he won. And then that bit, like, on Ken's face, like, the way Bale portrays it, where he thinks he's won, because he has won. And then everyone's running past him. But then Shelby goes up to him, and it's it's not about the win. And he says to him, like, you never promised me a win. Like, you said you were going to give me a good race. And that's what you gave him. He did it. And he knew that he knew that he had done it, essentially. He just had slowed down. But, yeah, the... That moment, though, when that unfolded and, you know, it all came down to a technicality because of where they started, you know, like at the distance and they went through the finish line at the same time on a technicality loss. And I, I sat there and I was internally enraged. Yeah. I felt I felt a deep hatred for for just just things in general that I, I was just like, I, I can't I couldn't deal for a good five solid minutes. I was just like, I'm so unhappy at this turn of events. But, you know, obviously I was like, that's the point of this movie. That was what this whole thing was about, was to give him the recognition that Ken Miles uh, deserved. Like I said I about suppose. Ken earlier, for him, it, it was more than just racing. It was the car, the engine, putting it together, the design. It was all of it. So when you got them crossing the finish line and straight away, like Ken and Shelby, the swapping ideas on maybe we could have done this, we could have done that. And they're like, well, what are we standing around here for? Let's go and work on it. Let's do it. And that was it for them. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to strive for excellence to improve the quality of the vehicle, the speed. And then, yeah, that bit at the end where it wraps it all up. And it's like, you know, this is what they went on to achieve. And Ken, again, finally got the recognition. And I guess people who follow this sport would have known, but then movie-going audiences like us we get to find out now. That's it, and enjoy it for the first time as if it's new information, <laughs> which I guess it is. Well, that's it for our Rent Now movie review of Ford v Ferrari. Rent it now at your local Video Easy kiosk. Don't forget to like and share the podcast on social media. We've got more Rent Now movie reviews coming your way. Next up, Charlie's Angels. Yeah! And you haven't seen that yet? No, I haven't. And neither have I. Right, so yes. Stay tuned for that, that one. Goes. Uh, so, yeah, definitely looking forward to checking it out. Uh, before we do wrap up, though, I think we should give a shout-out to our our guys behind the music. The Dead White Males. And, of course, Adam Parry, a good friend of mine, and he agreed to us to use some of his music. You'd have heard the opening of this podcast and also closing. And Dead White Males also provided the music for our main podcast, That Film's Tune. Well, you've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film stew. See you soon.